This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Jody Vance in for Simi this week. You know, economic anxiety is real and it's growing. There are so many variables at play right now, both globally and locally. Now think trade issues with China. Think COVID-19. That alone is massive. Trump and the lead up to the 2020 presidential election. And now in Canada, we have issues with goods being moved, rail lines blocked, port disruptions, semi-trucks lined up, tankers, 40 tankers in Burrard Inlet waiting to unload their goods. There's just nowhere to put everything right now because everything's slowing to a halt. So time to bring in the man who can give us the 411 on how things are playing out from a market or economic standpoint. Of course, you know him, you love him. He's the host of Money Talks. Michael Campbell joins us on the line. Hi, Michael. Hi, Jody. I was just thinking you saying you know him, you love him. Let's not go. Let's let's look at it overboard here. Okay, I know I th- him and I love him. Oh, well, that's very <laughs> very kind go. of you. Others are so so on me. Believe me, you should read my email. Well, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> talk to me about that right now. Uh, yeah. But I I love it. All the perspectives are important. But there's one thing that is undeniable. It is the bottom line of a balance sheet of any kind. Let's talk through some of the economic disruptions. I was even mm-hmm. just listening earlier to the market report, and the Dow had dipped significantly this morning. Yeah, it did. Uh, and that's over Apple. Apple came out and said, you know what, you know, thanks to the uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, we are going to have a, a, a marked slowdown. Or, or, or They can't even estimate, by the way. Usually you have to estimate what we think our sales are going to be and what we think our profit is going to be, that kind of thing. Yeah. They said they couldn't even estimate it, and I think that's the problem. There's That level of uncertainty is still out there. I'm not sure if the media is as interested in this story as it was going back three weeks, but I don't think there's any reason not to be. I mean, nothing's changed, really. Uh, we still know that this is a virus which contagious level, contagion levels are much higher than it was with SARS. Death level uh, lo- uh, lower. Death lower. Yeah, yeah that's uh, obviously that is good, but they just don't know where it's going to end up. So Apple came out and said uh, yesterday, and it was a holiday in the States, remember, also, and said, you know what? Uh, obviously, our first quarter is going to get hit here, but we don't know what to expect even going past that. So Apple took a big drop today. You know, and it was significant. Be- why? Because, by the way, uh, China represents the second biggest consumer market for Apple products, and other companies are going to be hit this way. And then the other side of that is it just reminds us how important China is as a parts manufacturer, right. the so-called supply chain. Well, that's going to impact everything. I mean, I, I'm looking at the semiconductor industry that's, you know, 29% of its revenue comes through China. Technology and hardware and, and equipment, about 11% uh, for household and personal products. So this is a global problem. Obviously, you know, the Chinese economy itself is going to be hit. And again, the debate about how hard. But now everybody's estimate seems to be growing. I mean, nobody has backtracked and said, well, you know what? It's not as bad as I thought. Mm. Literally every single thing I've read, and it's been a great deal, has always upped their estimate on the impact, whether you're talking China, the global economy, or individual companies that are big participants, as I say, like Apple is. That is terrifying. Well, I think the uncertainty certainly is. Yes. You know, the uncertainty is terrifying. And, and that's, that's what I think has got people on edge because it's one thing, you know, uncertainty is the worst thing uh, for economies. When people get uncertain, they sort of pull back a little bit. Uh, I'll give you one other example, though, a little more positive impact. Please. If you're in the house buying market. <laughs> well, what's happened is money's uh, running around looking for safety. So it's gone to the bond market. We have not had the, the level of 
impact on our North American stock markets, as I think many analysts thought it might have. As you say, today's a bad day, but that was, I think, because Apple really put a direct uh, line from the uh, from the virus into their sales. So that grabbed people's attention there. And obviously, Apple's a monster, monster player in, in uh, global stocks, but in North American stocks. But still, the North American stock market has not been impacted, say, the way it has, obviously, in Hong Kong or China, that kind of thing. But money has gone into the bond market. So what happened? When money goes into the bond market, interest rates go down. So uh, we have interest rates going down on our long-term borrowing. And presto, we've got lower five-year fixed-term rates on our mortgages. So, I mean, that's one little aspect, you know. By the way, the negative far outweighs the positive on this. But I thought I'd just make myself feel better by giving you a positive. <laughs> You're trying to just give us a little teeny tiny silver lining. Because Michael yeah. Campbell, we were talking slowing economy, if not recession, on the horizon prior yeah. to COVID-19. Well, we're going to get our fourth quarter revised results for Canada, and they're going to be very negative, going to spread into the first quarter here. You alluded to uh, throughout the show, but also just a moment ago, that obviously the rail problems that we're having right now, thanks to the uh, blockades, are also going to impact the Canadian economy. As you said, 40 tankers sitting outside of uh, Vancouver's port just because of the port blockade. But that, of course, uh, I, I'm reading that there's $850 million worth of manufacturing goods per day not moving anywhere. So we're going to have a little more negative impact. But the other side is this also. Oil prices are down about 20% uh, really since this uh, decline began, or sorry, the uh, coronavirus hit us. And the worries over Chinese demand uh, came to the forefront. They're the biggest buyer of commodities. We could be we could be talking copper right now, but for oil, obviously, is a very important uh, you know uh, export for Canada. So again, we're going to be hit by that alone. So it, there's a variety of things, and it reminds us, by the way, is how integrated our global economy is. A mm -hmm. lot of people might buy their iPhone and not realize how much of it is produced in China before you know before the end product you know where are the uh, rare earths getting sourced for electronic cars there's just a whole list of things that just remind us how integrated the global economy is and china being the second biggest economy in the world uh is going to have an impact because they are definitely going to have an impact i mean you're talking about four or five hundred million people on lockdown right now mm -hmm. you know gaming houses closed theaters closed restaurants closed obviously you know with the other number that sort of surprised me or it's just the size of it is their food prices uh, the annual inflation on that right now is over 20 percent wow yeah exactly so what that means is it impacts their uh, obviously discretionary spending you know mm -hmm. you got to pay more for food they got less you know to spend somewhere else well that's going to hit a lot of global luxury brands because brands because china's a big buyer there we already know that travel's being hit 750,000 uh, uh people from china are tourists in canada per year that's going to be hurt they're getting hurt because people coming in russia for example today is now closing its borders to china period you know, there's not just the restrictions. This is what's starting to happen. This is the escalation of the worries over this event. How resilient is the Canadian economy to something like this that doesn't seem to be uh, yet plateauing, never mind retracting? Yes. Uh, well, I, I'm not so sure. Like, for example, um, if this lasts through our tourist season, mm -hmm. yeah, those same tourists may return a year from now. But I don't think, you know, let's say we lost, I'm just picking a number, by yeah. the way, a billion yeah. dollars worth of spending. Okay, and we lose a billion dollars worth of spending this year. I don't think when the fears abate and there's no other fears on the horizon that that billion comes back full. 
you know, um, just like China's, uh, people will go back to China. They're just not going to go right now. We hear all these airline flight cancellations. Well, a lot of that was because there was no demand. I mean, who would want to visit Hong Kong right now? Would say, no. you know what? I'm going to take a quick vacation to Hong Kong. Or how about a cruise in the Far East? How attractive does that look? Uh, yeah, the cruise yeah. line business is not getting very good PR at present. No, and especially into that area of the world, mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting. The Olympics are in Tokyo 2020 this summer. Yeah. I mean, that's not insignificant. No, it isn't, especially as you say, if, you know, when does this peak? I mean, I've heard a a variety of things and it's very difficult for us as medical laypersons to estimate this, but they don't know themselves. I was going to say, I I asked Dr. Peter J. Hotez, who was, uh, who's like the dean of medicine at Baylor and, and was on the, the group that the um, scientist group that developed the SARS vaccine. And and I've been sort of checking in, in with him regularly. And he's like, we don't even really know what we're dealing with yet. It is way too soon to pretend that we know how this is going to wrap up. The good news is what you said off the top. With with regard to COVID-19, the death rates are much reduced. 80% yeah. of people who test positive for COVID-19 uh, manage, tolerate the, the symptoms and recover fully. It, it But still, like tell the 1,800 families who have lost somebody to this that, that it's minor, yes, exactly. right? Like there's no. that. So the fears are real. I mean, would you plan to go to Hong Kong right now? Likely not, even no. though every step is being taken and Hong Kong is a financial juggernaut. And, and also into China, I've had a conference canceled that was uh, in June in China. You know, it's just how long this, this lasts, as, as I think everyone listening appreciates that. You know, it's not particularly insightful to say how long it lasts, but what I'm reading now is much more um, uh, d- dangerous or scary scenarios mm. about how long it can last. You know, there obviously we're going to ask those questions right away. We did, but now it seems to be. Expanding. What are you reading? What are you uh, well, reading? What are you, what are you I, thinking? I've read as many as four million people will be impacted by this. Right. Will be effect- infected. I mean, it's a frightening number. That's a long way away from where we are today, as an right. example. So obviously, that means the virus. I'm reading that it won't peak until May June. Now. You know, that's been extended. Everything seems to be extending out a little bit right now, whether it's, uh, the, you know, the estimates, estimations on the global impact for the economy. So they started at half a percent. Now I'm getting a lot at the one and a half percent, even higher. China's mm-hmm. impact again, you know, 15 percent decline in their their growth. That's an increase from what we read before. You know, how long this is going to last? That's an increase. But I really liked what you said about uh, the medical profession and uh, expert you had on. That's the truth. We don't know yet. The we just don't know. Don't know yet. But so we, it's we, that uncertainty back to the full scale. I'll tell you one last thing. Yep. I know you got to go. Yep. Yep. Is uh, this is a real danger for the economy? The economy is uh, sorry. The stock market. I meant to say mm. the stock market. The stock market's come into all time highs. It's it, so far it has ignored really largely in North America. I'm only talking ignored the virus. But the impact, I think maybe Apple kicked that off yesterday. So yeah. as we go through the first quarter, start getting first quarter results, uh, I just think it's a, it's a fairly big flag to make sure you're not taking more risk than you are aware of within your stock portfolio. What we're going to do is we're going to make sure we're listening to Money Talk Saturdays on there the course network at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, Michael Campbell, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you. Thanks, Joey.